you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another fabulous edition of Fingers on Buzzers. <laughs> are you having an allergic reaction to something? <laughs> it was breathy. Very breathy. It was breathy. We like. I felt like I was in a, a, a comedy from like the 1940s there. Yeah. Like I, was, I was in a rush. I was trying to deliver some news. <laughs> Fingers, hold, buzzers, he's here. It's disturbing is what it is. 1940s comedy, it's more like some sort of horror movie. Uh, Anyway, uh, myself, Lucy Porter, Jenny Ryan and our producer, Amanda Redman, are here to deliver what I think is one of the funniest stories that we've had of being a contestant on a game show. It concerns Tipping Point, which we love. Oh. Ben Shepherd, oh. who we love, and Owen Visser, who is from a show called Mr. Thing, which we love. We love it. And uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really have to set this up. Basically, he was on Tipping Point. It all went a bit wrong. He became an internet hate figure <laughs> for a short amount of time and uh, basically ended up being the butt of all his friends' jokes for a long, long while. Which oh, f- Still, to this day, when I see him in the street, 
He's getting nothing but jokes about this. And we've all been there, haven't we, Jen, where you make a wrong answer in a quiz that then follows you for the... I had one which was something about how, like, how far away the moon was. It was some sort of space-related thing. And I was like, oh, it's always less than you think with space, isn't it? So is it, like, six miles? <laughs> and everybody that was like, oh, careful, the moon's, oh, the moon's very close tonight. <laughs> yeah, we've all had those. How do you think a full moon occurs? Yeah, it's just when it's yeah. only six miles away. It's about as far away as, you know, the end of my road. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to hear about Owen's humiliation and his friend's delight. We're also going to have the second part of our listener quiz from the brilliant David Matthews. So we hope you enjoy this episode. <laughs> What an exciting guest we have, Jenny. It is someone we actually already know, but in a different context. So this is someone who is part of the team behind our favourite quirky comedy chat show featuring puppets. Yes. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of my top five and yeah, it's definitely my top one. There you go. It is, of course, the brilliant Mr. Thing. And one of the Mr. Thing team uh, is also a keen quizzer, a quiz setter, but importantly for us he has been part of the world of ghosts and riders uh one of our very favorite shows he's been on tipping point it is the one the only mr owen visser hi owen hi thanks for having me i'm very excited um i'm nearly as nervous as i was when i was on tipping point. <laughs> well yeah. it was a classic appearance uh i mean should we go straight to your tipping point appearance yeah, i feel sure. we should we should sort of contextualize you a bit for the listener yeah so uh on Tipping Point, you were introduced as Owen Visser, sound engineer? Yeah, because that's my, my day job, uh, well, especially before the pandemic. I worked on musicals for 10 years. and then But Tom, who's my sort of, as Adam Buxton would say, my comedy wife, uh, we've, we did, <laughs> uh, we've done shows together for years. And then we came up with this show called Mr. Thing. And it was like a, a show and tell. And it was called Mr. A Thing. It's very clever. And then uh, we took it to Edinburgh. It kind of became a chat show. And then it just became more and more surreal kind of. Vic and Bob style so we brought in a puppet and a house band and ping pong ball firing buttons we had Lucy as a guest and uh yes I can't remember why I started talking about that but um because I asked you yes so, you uh, that, but yeah that's, that's how why. Mr Thing happened yes so I, that's the sound engineer part of me and then on my I guess my role in Mr Thing is I'm like the co-host the nerdy techie co-host and I sit next to Tom firing video and audio and all kinds of weird stuff I think you you create magic on stage uh, nerd i call myself yeah. on stage magical nerd yeah. little tiny magical nerd um and <laughs> we so yeah we absolutely love mr thing and so how delighted were we when we heard that you had appeared on our favorite show like our favorite things are mr thing and tipping point <laughs> yeah. And ben this Shepherd. is where words come ben And Ben Shepherd, absolutely. Sure. And we should say for the listeners that Owen, um, tell them what you're wearing, Owen. Um, so, <laughs> yes, this Tipping Point appearance happened, I think I, it was filmed in 20, 2018, and uh, it's still it recurring, haven't lived it down moment. And so I'm wearing a Ben Shepherd uh, jumper. Beautiful. There's, one, yeah. there's three pictures of him. One of him is him in some nice boxes. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe they're latex shorts, actually. Um, yeah. So it's... <laughs> the many moods yeah. and many legs. And it is just as weird as it sounds, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so because you, your tipping point appearance was brilliant. And I think we should do, Jenny, should we do a sort of play by a, play a playthrough? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll talk about the controversy that uh, erupted and then you can tell us about that. So... Let's take you back to Tipping Point. We meet the contestants. We've got Pat, we've got Eleanor, we've got Alan. And in seat four, we've got Owen. Lovely, guys. 
<laughs> yeah, first... so what was your uh, your impressions of, of Pat, Eleanor and Alan? Well, this is the first thing I didn't know is that I'd have to like share a cab with them. So firstly, on the way, you, you're, you're having a really awkward cab journey and you're outside Bristol Station and you're trying to work out which of these people are the, the quizzers, you know. And I, I, I eyed up Pat straight away because she had a mean... Mean eyes. No, Pat's lovely. I think she was from Blackpool or something. But she, yes. she, she had the so aspect of a quiz, a quiz fan. Yes, she did. And I sort of saw the, I saw the sort of um, the four of us, and I was like, yeah, I think that's the quiz team because everyone looked very awkward and waiting for a cab and looked like they didn't know Bristol at all. So, yeah, <laughs> but they were all lovely. <laughs> uh, and who did you think was going to be your stiffest opponent? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I, to be honest, like I just did have, I had no idea what to expect about this whole thing because I got stuck on a train um, in Peterborough for like three hours, oh, no. and I was quite poor at the time. And I thought, oh, go and I, I've my one of my uh, career goals was always just to go on Deal or No Deal because I used to work with someone on a show, and and he was a stage manager, and he won like the big money on Deal or No Deal, and like mm. basically bought a house. So I was like, oh, I should go on a quiz show, but uh, not. I'd love quizzes, but I wouldn't say I am a quizzer. I like mm. going to quizzes and watching them and having a beer at them. Uh, so I was like, what is kind of winnable? And I've noticed that tipping point kind of someone always wins, right? Yeah. Because even, yeah. even if you are the best at the chase or the best at pointless, it's still so hard to win, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is very yeah. good tactical mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah, you're yeah. hopefully going to come away with something if you get yeah. to that uh, final position. Had you studied the the tactics yes i had and mm. also like again until i did I, I think i did apply to deal or no deal and what what people may not know who haven't applied to a quiz show is it is a long process like the, mm. the the form is hardcore so i was like right i've got these three hours to kill in peterborough i'll, I'll enter tipping point and that's it because you have to fit and they ask you and you should save it because most of them are quite similar they ask you like a funny anecdote and you obviously you can't think of anything um but i did that yes and i'd been watching tipping point quite a lot um but as soon as then i applied and once i had been like shortlisted because they rung me up and i did a quiz on the phone which was quite and then i was like uh, it seemed quite easy the quiz on the phone and then i was like did i do too well do they want it to be hard or did i think i did well i don't know yes so once i knew i was going on then i was in practice mode i was like um i was playing uh I was actually at home with my girlfriend. I was playing attention bed on the uh, on the oh. speakers, and then she was asking me general knowledge questions just oh. to help me with the. That's a good, that's <laughs> a good way to warm up. Yeah, yeah, because Not it's distracted tense. by any sound. Yeah, yeah you can you just tune into to the questions. That's great. That's a great Absolutely. tactic. Yeah, that didn't I help me underpin... at all, by the way. But it still was. That's a great idea. I might underpin uh, marital arguments with attention bed. <laughs> Very few things aren't, uh, aren't enhanced by attention bed. Yeah. <laughs> So then the day arrives, you're in Bristol, you and the others uh, heading towards the studio. Should we dive in to the play action? Yeah, I should say as well, before that, we got dropped mm. off at the studio and I think it's Bottle Yard or Bottleneck Studios or something in Bristol. And no one told us like where to go. And it's quite a big complex. And we saw a sign that said tipping point. So we walked, like the four of us walked into this room and it must have been the room where they like wrote the questions or something because <laughs> we we were whisked out of there and there was all these people on computers i didn't see anything and they were obviously writing for future episodes but yeah we we definitely went where we shouldn't have gone i think yikes Ooh, so exciting yeah. um yes and then we found the right place and then and then just before we went on as well i met this is another thing that if you haven't done a quiz show i would have no idea about the standby contestant yes yes i've been that standby contestant yes i have wow. so and they're obviously like local i guess <laughs> and uh they it felt like they wanted all of us to 
keel over, you know. I don't know how often they're just waiting for the chance. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Well, I can't... I was standby contestant on something and Lily Allen dropped out very close to the recording and I was not prepared at all because I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it never, no one ever drops out of these things. And suddenly I was in a TV studio recording something that I was not <laughs> quite prepared for. So, uh, it's yeah, that's a great look. We've never discussed the standby contestants. We should get one on. Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be yeah. people who make sort of a semi-career of it. They're always the bridesmaid. Yeah. And have they ever I'm... poisoned a genuine contestant to get on? That'd be a great. I'd watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start off. I want to know. So Pat had a very strong opening. I thought um... you were. I thought you were going to swing for her at one point because she was just getting in ahead of you. I will say yeah. this for you, Owen. You are extremely expressive. And yes. I felt that I was I was going on that journey with you from the very beginning. Every yeah. buzz, every drop, you felt every bit of it. And I felt it. Yeah. It was, it was uh, my empathic nature. I picked up on all of it. Thank you for that. Because I felt no, like no, I was in the studio. No problems. And it, it, again, <laughs> it's, it's such a weird thing. And obviously they must film like three or four episodes a day. And we were the last episode of the day. So there was a lot of waiting around. And then before you know it, you're in the studio. And they're like, yeah, cool. Here you go. And, and, and it goes. And... Uh, and it was so weird i sort of expected there to be a big intro but you you know suddenly you're rolling and you're in the quiz and i just was not ready at all and <laughs> i'm quite a slow reaction time anyway but yeah yes and so a lot and then but i found myself laughing all the time but awkwardly and then a lot of people online which we'll get into that the sort of online storm uh sort of took that as me being quite smug i was not smug i was incredibly nervous <laughs> funny and i could tell that ben liked you that yes. from the word go you could see that he, ben he was having a he was having a lovely go. time with you oh good mm. yeah again a and... lot of online comments about our chemistry um oh, hey. <laughs> it's getting weirder with the jumper well it was like you were it was like you were in a celebrity show Everybody else was doing normal tipping point and you were doing celebrity oh, okay. tipping point, which was great. No, but in that you were sort of, you know, you had funny answers and you were doing sort of fun stuff. Oh, but I did. See, I thought you were deliberately holding back because I always think in tipping point, it absolutely you don't want a storm ahead. Like, I mean, Pat looked incredible to start with and Alan looked great, but they... I mean, that's not the way, is it, Owen? Well, that isn't. And I'd love to say that that was intentional. And from watching it, I was like, that's what I'll do. I'll leave it a bit and pass. And But it, it's just all that, all, any sort of plan that I had was not that I have a plan, but anything was just, I was so nervous. I was nearly pressing the buzzer like by accident because I was, it was, it's such an unnatural <laughs> environment for me. Um, even doing the show, Miss Thing, I am the onstage nerd. I'm not, I'm not a TV person. And you can't even see the cameras as well. They're all like hidden in the set. So you're like, am I even on a show? I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big elaborate practical yeah. joke um but then you absolutely rallied uh you got the question uh which disney film is known in french as la petite sirene yeah nice. and i mean uh, little already is is good you know yes and then but then you see you followed that up by when he said which drop zone which drop zone do you want you said drop zone toi and I was like, "That is, there we go. A, that's a funny guy. That's a funny guy. He's running with the theme." But then, like ninety percent of people watching who went on Twitter straight away, yeah, yeah. Well, who's, who's I don't this know. twat? Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> Drop zone twat was the sorry man. But you went from strength to strength. Uh, we, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to spoil it because obviously we will put the link up to the episode. Oh, it is God, on that's, <laughs> I didn't know that either. Oh, gosh. Okay, great. Huh? 
but we'll do we'll just do some highlights so we're not spoiling it for anyone um you did astonishingly well you saw you saw pat off in round one i did i round felt so bad two, about that as well she well was she was lovely she said she'd had a lovely day mm. so don't feel sorry for her and then round two uh the you got five right answers yes extraordinary and you won a weber genesis 2 gas barbecue oh my gosh and, and by that point that was all because I, I anyone who knows me i'm quite obsessed with barbecuing anyway and like <laughs> yeah i love barbecues and uh, and webers in fact and when i won this weber genesis that was it i was happy that wow. was great i was um, i wasn't sure if you'd taken the mick because th- those those mystery prizes are notoriously rubbish Yes, exactly. So when, when I thought that it was going happened, to be an archery lesson at Warwick Castle or something. Exactly. So when it happened, I was like, oh, amazing. This is perfect. Um, I live in a very small flat in East London with a balcony that's like half a metre wide. So uh, as soon as I Googled it, I was like, that is not fitting in the balcony. And and then so I was like, oh, I won't claim because I had a year to claim the prize. So I thought, oh, I'll wait um, until maybe we move somewhere else. And obviously it, it came to like Christmas Eve and I had to claim it by like, newsy i was like i better claim that blooming barbecue and because it was like out of season they didn't have it in stock so i got upgraded so <gasps> i didn't win the weber two i won the weber three whatever it is it has it's honestly lucy and jen it is it's got bluetooth so you can monitor your meat remotely <laughs> i'm not even like it's witchcraft it's mad um it's got led lighting so you could barbecue in the dark um any, anyway but i didn't <laughs> give move, up your so kitchen I... take the kitchen out you've just got a barbecue oh, now that would have been so much better <laughs> um, especially i was gonna say with the it still runs on gas doesn't it it doesn't work mm. but um i had to i obviously i hadn't moved so i was like to my mum and dad can i please get this delivered to your garden and then uh the next thing uh, the next few days i had this video from my mum of this like team of people it literally was like forklifted off a truck it was enormous <laughs> it was like one of those pallet trucks Amazing. and uh yeah it's still in my parents garden to this day but um one day i'll have a garden amazing i mean we should say for the sake of balance you did win another of the mystery prizes mm. which yeah that made up for it in shitness <laughs> yeah it really did <laughs> uh, i noticed you're wearing a hat now maybe you'd like to tell us the uh, the prize that you won yes the mystery prize was a, a, a hairdressing voucher um <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I think was some sort of hint, um, which I actually gave, <laughs> gave to my girlfriend LJ in the end. But um, yeah, a lot of tweets were about my hair. Uh, let's see if I can find any here. I got. I don't know if we want to talk about the tweets now. Maybe we should go for the end for these. But um, yeah, should we just yes. we'll just quickly? I mean, so you, basically, the highlights were you won the barbecue. Yes. You were in the head to head. You pulled some amazing answers out of the bag. Um, the DB seven. Yeah. DB7 Vantage was made by which British car company? This is, a, this is again, something that I had no idea from watching quizzes. Because the amount of times I've watched things like Tipping Point and The Chase, whatever, and go, like, why are you saying this? And what are you doing? But, like, in, in between every round, right, they take you backstage. And it's, it's like, in my mind, it was like Rocky. I can't remember. Like, people were, like, putting makeup on you and t- t- talking <laughs> you through the next bit of the, the game. And, and this lady was like, can you just... Um, can you explain everything you're doing and just like slow it down and just and so I just ended up saying it was times where I knew the answer but I was like explaining it because I thought that's what they wanted and it just made me come across a total idiot and then once I left I was like oh my god I said all these things and then sometimes I did know the answer but I was like oh I think I did this in school oh man it was really stressful <laughs> I thought it was great okay. you were so hard 
hard on yourself, but it is exactly what they want. And it was good because it was like, oh, well, I think Aston Martin is a, mm. you know, because I was thinking, oh, Morgan, I, you know, I'd got myself very confused. So, you know, absolutely no shame in that whatsoever. Oh, so um, we finally, let's, you did get to the jackpot round. I mean, I'm just going to say, I'm sorry if that's spoiling it for anyone, but you did get to the jackpot round and you got in a plug for Mr. Thing. I did. I tried Lovely. my best. <laughs> obviously bigging up the fact that we go to edinburgh every year yes yeah. so it, it'd been set up from very early yeah. on what you know what do you want to win the money for oh it's for the edinburgh festival the word edinburgh kept coming up didn't it yeah and i just i, I mean a we did need some money for the show i didn't spend it on that but i just thought it was seemed like when i filled in that form on the train it seemed like a bit of more of an interesting yeah. thing i guess than like i wanted to go on holiday or whatever i and... want to buy a barbecue <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which probably would have cost about, honestly, that barbecue was probably worth about two grand the one I got. Really? Yeah, what? it's mad. Oh, and no. I was like, should I sell this? And then I was like, no, because there's no point ever in my life I'm gonna spend two grand on a barbecue. So And, and it's Ben Shepherd gave last you that barbecue. Forever. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And have you I mean have you barbecued on it much? All the time, yeah, yeah. I love barbecue. At Christmas I did the turkey on it genuinely oh, great. And it's great because you can just you're monitoring it remotely you could do it literally from the pub i can see i can slow cook the turkey and see how it is i do a thing called um coke can chicken where you stick a coke sorry if there's any vegetarians mm-hmm. you stick a coke can up a chicken's bottom and uh and <laughs> a the, dead the, chicken yeah yes yes yeah very importantly <laughs> and the moisture then uh makes the chicken really from oh, the coke yeah. and sort of absorbed into the chicken it's very nice yeah but yeah, yeah, love cooking hints and barbecue advice. You've got it all. Yeah. And um, you you gave some brilliant answers. But now let's get to the point where the it all... Well, I would say it all went wrong. It all went interesting. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those... Given... I had to put it on mute. I couldn't, I couldn't cope with I... the full multi-sensory moment. I had something mm. had to give. Yeah. really yeah i get like that but I, yeah i'm gonna to to either leave the room or put this on mute i can follow it Isn't that amazing? I can see what's what, if happening. someone's if someone's if you know someone's gonna get an answer wrong, yeah you have you yeah. can't bear or, it. on the news oh. or something i'm like i can't cope with this bit no no oh, wa- watching coach. watching the office i used to turn off to put it on mute all the time i've never yeah. watched a full episode of the uk office without god you really are an empath aren't yeah, you? I'm, so I'm, I'm too cringy yeah. Oh, I love it. I was lapping it up. I was. I, went, I turned it up. I was actually like, I want to hear this properly because the oh, question you were asked was. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Um, ben asked you the main peak in Holyrood Park, Edinburgh, is called. Is it Arthur's seat, Arthur's table, or Arthur's picnic bench, or something? Yeah. Did he and, say main peak? Because in yeah. my mind. I heard centerpiece, and he said like centerpiece of Holyrood Park, and I thought of a statue immediately. And I was thinking of Prince's Street, and there's this big like statue of something on Prince's Street. Walter Scott, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And so, and I just in my head then, uh, in the heat of the moment, didn't class Holyrood Park as what I thought it was. I thought it was like Prince's Street Gardens. Okay. So that was the first mistake. Okay. I mean. <laughs> I think peak was in the question. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, it it was Arthur's something. It's like mm. Arthur's. I mean, I'm not going to talk to you with it, Owen. But yeah. but I mean, I'm just Cheers. trying to recreate for the listener why people were slightly surprised and why Ben 
was slightly surprised was when you, which, which answer did you give just remind us i said uh i, I think the choices was you said were arthur's seat arthur's table and arthur's bench and i i said i've climbed arthur's seat i've been to a chip <laughs> van called arthur's eat and i'm going to go arthur's table mm-hmm. and yes oh, that dear. moment was uh i'm not proud of that moment no. <laughs> so producer Amanda has just reminded me it was seat, table and plate. No, Those were the three yeah. choices. Um right, so you said Arthur's table and the world went mad. They did. And it, it, it wouldn't have been so bad if I hadn't talked about Edinburgh so much. Which was one thing. And also if I hadn't have said the answer. I was like, I've climbed mm-hmm. it. But in my in that by this point of the situation, I mean the barbecue excitement was you know, Pete, that I was already <laughs> delirious, and I was. Had just, you won the haircut by uh, this yeah, point? Yeah, won the haircut. Yeah. Okay, yeah, And so I was like, I was like, I've won, I've won. It doesn't matter. Um, but also <laughs> then, um, I yeah, right at the beginning of that, and I because I actually was listening to the uh, uh, I hadn't heard your Ben Shepherd episode before today, and so I was listening to it the other day, and he was talking about you know you guys were talking about how you should always go for three counters. I, mm. I didn't do that I think the first one was like mm. a sports question I know nothing about sports so I was like one counter and I'm pretty sure like Ben was like did you mean two and I was like <laughs> yes two um. <laughs> well you did very well actually it was it, you did go for two yeah. on football and it was what is the name of the Arsenal mascot and you got that one right yeah. it's like a non-football Again, football question so I think it was a good yeah. choice going for two on, on a, a particularly yeah. weak topic yeah again they then, cut out a lot of me i made a stupid answer then where i was like i think it's um a dinosaur so i'm gonna go gunosaurus rex and then ben was like yeah they're, they're all dinosaurs that was kept yeah. on oh, God. Oh, yeah, I can't kept remember what's every, in my, every moment i can't remember what's in my head and what's not <laughs> but you know you gave some really good answers um but so so when you recorded it yeah um and obviously, Ben very jokingly went, oh, God, you said something like, oh, I'm furious with myself. And Ben went, I'm furious with you. Yeah. And then the episode came out and you suffered something that Jenny has experienced. And in fact, I have as well. The Daily Express story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, there's a few facets to this. We watched the episode in the pub. So my girlfriend and a few family and friends had set up a projector and we all had like, we had Ben Shepherd cupcakes and some yeah. shepherd's pie. Oh, <laughs> um, lovely. But like none of my friends really knew what had happened. I didn't tell them that I'd won or anything. Um, so yeah, we watched it all in the pub. And at that point, I was like, uh, "Don't go on online because I don't want to know anything about this." Uh, but they did, and they yeah. didn't tell me anything about it. But they were like, "Yeah, don't go online." <laughs> and that was where we <laughs> left it. And then I think the next, a few days later, it then. But do you know what the weird thing is? It then got repeated at like the height of lockdown on like the thirtieth of March. So I think these articles actually came up the second time it was on. So, ah. you know, I, it was, I had to endure this twice. <laughs> and the second time in lockdown, every single person in the country was watching Tipping Point. <laughs> <laughs> How long was that then after the initial I think that was showing? two years after. No, oh. no, oh must, no, sorry. I filmed it in 2018. I think it was shown in January 2019 and then repeated in March 2020. That right. was it. So you'd had a year of just living your normal life, thinking, well, that went well, I won some money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think we went to New York with the money. It was great. Oh, and lovely. Bought, like, nice TV. Oh, lovely. Um, yes, it was over in my mind. Yeah. And then <laughs> I had then a text from a friend of mine, and she sent me, I've actually got this screenshotted. She sent me, uh, Apple News sends you, like, mm. the top stories of the day. And it's quite weirdly, like, mixed with 
proper news <laughs> what i would call proper news and then like the express or whatever and i don't know why it always does that on my phone don't, don't know if it does yeah. it anyone else's it I does didn't, yeah i didn't choose that it just happens so <laughs> these were the top stories of the day bbc news coronavirus police told to be consistent with lockdown approach sky news coronavirus supports loophole leaves workers without pay news editors picks what happened when my husband got sick with coronavirus overzealous police use coronavirus powers to charge shoppers for buying non-essential goods and then daily mirror ben shepherd rages at tipping point contestant after he gives stupid answer (laughs) so those were the top stories of the day the global only respite from coronavirus (laughs) on that day we needed it yeah and the thumbnail is a picture of ben next to a picture of me with my head in my hands So my friend texted me that and I was like, oh my God. And so then I clicked on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I clicked on it and then it's just this this whole mirror article, uh, as you guys have probably experienced. And then about six hours later on Express one. But yeah, they really lure you in with the clickbait, don't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. They uh Well it's constant with the chase, isn't it? Yeah. I mean every almost every day there's a Bradley Walsh rails against and it yeah. was me when i did the celebrity chase it was yeah bradley was furious yeah, with storms me offsets yeah oh, yeah whatever yeah what's been your favorite one that you've ever had jim oh i'm i, I can't even I, I, see i just went onto my equivalent of apple news and scrolled down and i didn't have to scroll far to find daily star the chase jenny ryan's life mystery boyfriend off-screen makeover and singing talent like, <laughs> yeah Great. Well, at least there's no yes. sort of furiousness or rage. Oh no, there's, that, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a non-specific one. There's always a, there's always a specific one uh, about the uh, the episode of the day. And at the moment we're on repeats, and yeah. these are probably the third time round, and we're still Twitter storm yes. as contestant looks terrible or something. It's still Hottest contestant well, ever, Bradley Walsh. <laughs> well, that must be Owen, Jenny Ryan for stupid <laughs> mistake. Like, they didn't, though. Well, talking of Twitter, I mean, this is where it goes next, isn't it? So, so you know, you, you've had tweets presumably the first time it went out. Is this a sort of constant thing? Yeah, so obviously no one knew who I was. So I wasn't getting any direct mess, any any mentions, as you call it, on, on Twitter. So I, I didn't. I was completely blissfully aware. And it was only when it was repeated. That, so, um... When it when it was shown, I was like, "Oh, just set, just show me the good ones." And they were like, mm, "Not really the good ones." And I was like, "Okay." So, uh, so the only way you can find these is if you search for my name and then hashtag tipping point. So I never would have come across these, but after after the the lockdown and it seemed like the world had changed, uh, I thought, "Right, I'm ready for this now." No. I wasn't ready. No, you're never ready. <laughs> no, um, I did get a couple of nice tweets. Um, which one of them was Owen is deaf my favourite tipping pointer of all time and then I realised that's my friend Natalie (laughs) Um, this one said this was from Kirsty she said he has nice eyes I'm a sucker for eyes Um, and then go Owen and then I realised that was actually done two months later so that was a different Owen (laughs) oh um, but someone, one person did say, someone find me Owen's details from today's tipping point I need to marry him and verified that was my episode and I'm having that yeah, marriage proposal on the first episode of a quiz show. I mean, that's like that took me yeah. months. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. So that, that's the positive ones. Yeah. I don't know. Amanda producer may cut these or bleep these. I ah. don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, 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 shut up, Owen. Two counter oh. cockwomble. This Owen okay. fellow is 100 percent either an, a serial killer or both. There's quite a lot of serial killer material, which I wasn't. 
I don't know. I, mean, I think I might have come across as a bit of an idiot, but a serial killer? That's that's That does seem strong, but there have been serial killers on mm. um, game shows, so it's not on her. That's true. Who, who, what's the story of that? There was a guy bullseye. on... Was on yep. The bullseye, bullseye killer. Bullseye. Who, yeah, he was a, yeah um, he killed a few people in Wales, wasn't it? Pembrokeshire, was it? Oh and God, then man. there was the dating game killer in uh, in the US. He was... Uh... Imagine the Express articles. <laughs> Well, they did not that. They're not interested in that. They're just <laughs> mild controversy and three people on Twitter saying that someone looks a certain way. Serial killer. Go. Serial killer I mean... controversy. I had a lady called middle-aged mum. She said, don't like to be personal, but what is the matter with Owen? And that one, I don't, I don't know why middle-aged mum got to me, but that really got to me. Maybe she was genuinely concerned, but <laughs> still, but it does sound like she, she likes yeah, to be personal. Yeah, not being personal, but it's the new... It does, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't like to be personal, but yeah. don't, don't I'm type I'm not being bitchy, but yeah, whatever you say, yeah. Yeah, not trying to be mean, but and, yes, you are. And I'm sure this is like, the, the uh, compared to like what you get, Jenny, and you guys like, this is, I don't, I'm, this has never happened before and will never happen again. But like, you click on these people and you see all the, they're just live yeah. tweeting every show yeah it's like uh they're tweeting the one show and all this and they're just so angry yeah there are a lot of angry but of people all the things tipping point but that's I mean, the only tipping point is so yeah. joyful and you were so joyful on it i cannot i mean i just cannot imagine how anyone would look at that performance and not think what a lovely man who has done very well middle-aged mum was that the worst one the uh i don't know what's wrong with him <laughs> oh gosh and, and the middle-aged mum sort of bracket did not they didn't get well, actually no they're all sorts of people but this lady called sandra said skinny jeans not a good look owen and uh i don't i don't think sandra's got very nice jeans either <laughs> i clicked on her profile uh, owen, <laughs> owen looks more like a drop zone Ooh. two boy what is that that's that oh that's such a burn that is a burn <laughs> hey, oh that's up there with two counter cockwomble yeah uh Owen is making Pat seem less irritating. Oh, Pat, I love Pat. <laughs> I love Pat. Oh, the dear. thing about Pat was as well, you know, I said that we um, we, all, we all got taxis together from the station. What I didn't know is once you've won, you have Ooh. to share that taxi back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's quite an awkward journey. And I was like, oh, you know, they were all absolutely lovely. But like, you feel bad that you've won and they haven't. You've and deprived you've sort of them beaten them. of their yeah. caravan holiday. Yeah, exactly. Well done. So then I was like, oh, maybe I should give Pat my haircut. And I was like debating it for like 20 minutes. And then I was like, oh, that's going to, she's going to think I'm dissing her hair. And then what do I do for uh, Eleanor and Alan, the other guy? And like, uh, well, there was no way you were giving up the barbecue. Imagine if in a moment of weakness, she'd said, oh, you can have the the barbecue. I mean, that would have been awful. No, Honestly, 10 minutes more in that cab, I would have given it all away. (laughs) I felt really bad when I did House of Games. I didn't realise because I won like four of the prizes. And no, three, I won three. And poor AJ Adudu, who was brilliant, but she didn't win any. And um, I was talking to Angela Barnes about it. And she said, oh, yeah, well, of course, I gave away one of mine to somebody who hadn't won any. And I was like, oh, I'm such a horrible human being. It did not even enter my head. I was like, I'm all mine. I won them, they're mine. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm with you. Yeah. You want it fair and square. They yeah, should have done better. You know. You know, ITV, I would have thought maybe we could have had four separate <laughs> But accounts. no. So that was the so the kind of the aftermath of it. How long did it take for it to die down? Well, so the public, for you know, fury was fairly small. That was a day and then another day of um, the uh, 
the express and the mirror and whatever. Uh, but as far as my friends, that's <laughs> never really gone away. As I was saying, I've got a Ben Shepherd t-shirt on. I've got an a, this Christmas. I got an, uh, an uh, a tourist style photo <laughs> of Arthur's table. Uh, me. It's actually I don't. Know, I'll it's show beautiful. it. Beautiful. I'll show it to the guys on Zoom. There's a little picture of me and Ben up there. Aww. Sort of, it's quite sort of sound of musicy, and it also says oh, a place you'll amazing. never forget. Will, can, will you take a photo of that so that we can share it with our listeners? That would be <laughs> absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, really. Uh, and now I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing fingers on buzzers, which I was just saying. Uh, this was the last thing I saw before the pandemic. Yeah. I came to see you guys at the vaults, and it was quite a quiet show because m- yeah. most of us weren't brave enough. And I think it was Kate Walsh, and it was great. And uh, Ever since then, and the other day I was listening to um, Jackie Weaver. What a superstar. I can't oh. believe I'm on the same podcast as the Weave. <laughs> well, she'll probably have you on yours, on hers. I mean, you can uh, do a little yeah. appearance on Jackie's, but she's still going with her podcast, isn't she, I think? so. Uh... Yes, it's terrific. Oh, I didn't even know Jackie Weaver has one. the authority. Yeah. But I did. Yeah. I heard the news the other day, though, that there was potentially well. she didn't have the authority. She didn't have the full authority, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah she, 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 wasn't, she didn't have the authority to kick anybody out of that meeting but in her defense she just put them in a waiting room and then took a vote of the other people so yeah it was it was a little bit yeah it was it was on the fence and they spent a ridiculous amount of money investigating whether or not she had the authority (laughs) which haven't they changed they've changed the name of the council as well haven't they (laughs) yeah it's not handful parish council anymore out of shame well, I think Trade Jackie's on. story and yours, Owen, show that, you know, notoriety will follow you. You know, you, you make one little slip up, you know, you don't let some people in a meeting or you say Arthur's table when you meant Arthur's seat and it follows you for, for life. Absolutely. And the thing is, as you know, with Tipping Point, like you can take the money. So I was like, OK, it's fine. But I that those three counters from the Arthur's table incident mm. could have been the jackpot. Yeah, I do think about that. Quite well, a what might have been, <laughs> but we're delighted for what was because it's been a very entertaining and informative conversation as well. I think we've learned a little bit more about the mechanics of Tipping yeah. Point. Did you get a Ben Shepherd hug, Owen? Oh, the hug. I mean... That's one of those things as well. That's hyped up hug, isn't it? And it's definitely, I mean, he's just such a, a dreamboat, isn't he? He's dressed, just dressed so well. He's, I'm mm. pretty sure he smelt amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, it's what you want from the shepherd. And he probably filmed about 100 episodes that day, but he was, you know, yeah. lovely. Other things that I found, were, you know, that you, again, you wouldn't see off the TV. You, when you see it without the sound effects of the counters, oh, it's very <laughs> wicked. Is it? It's all, <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all like wooden and it's, you know, and then, and another thing, and this, this might, I don't, you might have to cut this, this might be Ooh. scandalous information. I always just assumed that when it drops, there's some sort of computer that counts the counters. No, it was just a guy with a white glove. <laughs> Do you know this? So he comes in, he comes in and counts the counters. So Ben will be like, 10 counters. And the guy comes in and he's like, Eight. It's like oh eight my counters. god! Why don't we see that? We'd <laughs> yeah. love to see that. Because I asked yeah. one of the like, uh, you know, the production team about it, and they said right at the beginning they had this really elaborate system that weighed the counters, and it just never worked. So yeah. they were just like, I'll just get Jeff to do it with this white glove. <laughs> but it was the white glove I love because obviously they don't want fingerprints yeah. on the shiny counters. Yeah. But yeah, there you are. That's back. That's behind the scenes knowledge. I don't no, even think didn't. the shepherd gave you that. That's did exclusive. He? We love that. We absolutely no. love it. And um, <gasps> can you tell us what the future holds for Mister Thing? Obviously, the the money you won is not going towards the new show, but will there be one? <laughs> yes, I mean, I say it didn't go towards the show. It definitely got went towards my living in Edinburgh and drinking and live, you know eating and stuff. And the idea of the show is to kind of bring like really silly tech uh, and well high-end tech in a really silly way and so we use like remote cameras we're green screen audience members into netflix shows we're, 
we have a facebook bottom so if anyone who likes the show on facebook facebook uh, is kind of um, a social network that probably no one uses anymore but you you like the show on facebook and that will fire a ping pong ball at our keyboard player's face so it's very interactive yeah. we did it on a cruise ship last year no you didn't yeah they saw us in edinburgh and we did Ooh. virgin voyages oh which lovely. was really fun very flash uh, we, uh, I don't know if you know the English Channel, but we just <laughs> sailed back and forth on that. We did a very similar thing recently, yeah. actually. Yeah, we did, did that. You? We we did we did that. What, what cruise line was oh, it? The Princess, the it's fun, isn't the it? rivals. But yeah, I mean, it was amazing. It would be nice to go somewhere. But it was it was it was that journey. It was turn right out of Portsmouth. <laughs> we probably passed each other. <laughs> yeah, <about round. laughs> you could have fired your ping pong balls across the bows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that, see, that wouldn't work on the ship because the Wi-Fi was terrible. So, uh, anyway, uh. Yeah. I might actually buy a Ben Shepherd jumper like yours so that we can sit in the front row wearing it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Now, I have seldom enjoyed a listener quiz as much as I did uh, David Matthews' multi-choice, put-things-in-order thing that we started last time. And so we have two more questions left, Gem. I'm excited. It feels like that nice delayed gratification I hear so much about. I know I'm not good at it. So uh, yeah, yeah. to have a whole, a whole week hangover... Yeah. Of uh, of just waiting. Just Can waiting. you remember what the subjects were last time? I, I I remember. I beat you by some margin, but double. I think that was it was quite fortunate because I'm not usually that good at these kind of things. Well, so. let's see. It's very much like the opening round of Millionaire, isn't it? It's that sort of vibe. So if you didn't listen to last week's, then you could go back and listen to that. Or well, how did you listen to it? What's wrong with you? Probably. That's... Don't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> People have stuff going on, Jen. It's uh, 
and it's busy times and difficult for everybody. So, uh, so diplomatic. <laughs> we love you, whatever. Just however you've arrived here, you're welcome. So we're going to have two questions and we have to put the things in order. You do. David, you've absolutely outdone yourself with questions four and five. Thank you so much for this. Question one for this episode, but mm-hmm. as the quiz goes, question four. There are four islands in the English Channel that have airports. List those islands in order of area from smallest to largest. Oh, I was absolutely hoping this came up because sounds- I have been researching. What is this? I've got is no this- idea. Area of landmass, or is this population? Area of landmass. Thought so. Thought as much. Can you repeat the question for me? I'd love to. So, there are four islands in the English Channel that have airports. List those islands in order of area from smallest to largest. I hate this. Oh, this is just... I mean, my geography is so appalling that I I really don't... I mean, it's going to be like with the... Olympic events where I'm just going to have to make up. <laughs> I, is Brigadoon? Is that is that in the English? Write channel? it down and let's find out. Okay. Uh... Okay. S- smallest to largest, the largest to smallest. Smallest to largest, please. Okay, I'm going to go that, um... that, 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 and probably absolute nonsense. Oh, like right. are the Isles of Scilly. Is that a thing? I can't well, name any, any of clues. them. Um, is that? I mean, they're near <laughs> France, aren't they? I can't. Okay, Amanda's desperately trying to give me a hint, and Jenny is not letting her do that. Oh gosh, this is so embarrassing. Well, look, because we've been to the Channel Islands, so that could be a clue. It could, that I'm, might be where some of them are. I'm crossing out one of the fictional ones. That I've <laughs> um, okay, so in its area of Man- Okay, um, I, th- I'm, I'm, I will confess, I'm not very good at this geography either so now i'm second this is hard it is, isn't yeah. it this is very hard okay well now at least i feel like i've got a some of these are definitely in the channel for me okay. in, for you yeah. yeah if i was to say where's the channel and is what what sure. islands in the channel oh god yeah. okay right i've made the best of it i think you know at least one for de- well two for definite well okay yeah i've because got three we, we've been to one yeah i've got uh, three and there's another which is a famous yeah. For for Bergerac. Yeah. I've got those two. Those are those are on my list. Shall I do my list first? Because yes, it's Lucy. gonna be woeful. Right. Guernsey, I've put as number one. I've then gone Isle of Wight. Uh, and then I have gone Jersey. Because I don't think there's airports on the other Channel Islands, I don't know. And then for four, I've put Lilliput. Okay, interesting. <laughs> that huge island. The massive, the in notoriously the massive no, island. Floating above it in the air. The people Known are small. for being huge. The people yeah. are small, but the, actually the island is deceptively large. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What um, well, I've gone... See, I'm not really sure. <laughs> so I put Tresco. She's then good. I've gone Guernsey, Jersey, Isle of Wight, biggest. Oh. Oh, you're so close, Jen. Am I? If you'd have... Put number one as Alderney. Alderney! I brought it and crossed it out. Oh, Look. mate. I didn't think oh, Alderney had an airport. Oh, me either. What do I know? Because well, it wasn't the, the controversy with the ferry. Yes, the Alderney ferry. Yes. When we were in Guernsey, well, I don't know if it's made it that ferry service? But there was a ferry service. That's right, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so so Alderney one. Alderney's number one at eight yes, square kilometres. 
Guernsey is number two at 65 square kilometres. Mm-hmm. Jersey, 118 square kilometres. And then finally, the Isle of Wight at 384 square kilometres. Now, I, for one, didn't realise that the Isle of Wight had an airport. So why the hell am I faffing around on that ferry every time <laughs> I go over? Which seems to be quite a lot for some reason, but... To save the planet? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, as long as I'm doing that then. Yeah. So, next question. So this is a lot of fun. Really like this question. List the following in terms of their duration from shortest to longest. <laughs> Giles Branderson's longest after dinner speech for which he holds a Guinness World Record. Oh, lovely. The back-to-back running time of all eight Harry Potter movies. <laughs> a performance of Wagner's Ring Cycle. And the longest ever tennis match in terms of on court between John Isner and Nicholas Mahout. Yeah. Wow, this is such a brilliant question. This is really good. Shortest to longest. And I mean, obviously, for comedy value, I'm going to put Charles Brander's speech as the longest because (laughs) (laughs) it certainly felt that way. Um, Love you, Charles, if you're listening, obviously. Um, So, eight Harry, are there really eight Harry Potter movies? That's extraordinary. Oh, Wagner's Ring Cycle and the tennis match that was long. I mean, it was like a whole day, wasn't it? Went on into the night. Did it go? Did it go to a second day? No, you can't do that. I can't just, tell you. Okay, it's All just right. it's just in terms of court time. So it's not if they like you know had to go to bed. I, I okay. think they did yeah. have to go yeah. to bed. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Because I think it went dark because it was on an outdoor out, outdoor outside court, so it didn't have floodlights. So they had uh, to okay. they had to go off court when it went dark. <sighs> okay. Um, right. Okay, I've got my order. All right, I'm. This is the kind of thing that I I lose all sense of perspective on. I'm gonna go. Okay, shortest to longest. Shall I start or shall Jen? Start? Jen Jenny start this time because she started last time. Right, so go, go I it. will undoubtedly have got this completely ass about it. Okay, I'm going ring cycle. Interesting. Tennis. Mm-hmm. Brandreth. Yep. Potter. Wow. Well, that's bold. It's a bold move. It, it is bold and it's completely different to mine. <laughs> because I have simply gone uh, tennis match, Wagner, Harry Potter, Giles Brandreth. Because oh. there's nothing that man's not capable of. I've done no, just I've a minute with him. Person. I mean, he could talk for days. That's true. And I would listen for days. Yeah. So um, you're both wrong, but both very close. So number one is the tennis match, which was 11 hours and five minutes. Oh, about 13 hours. Um, I actually put little guesses. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, so what did you put for Giles, um, Giles's speech, which is number two? Oh, right, 17 hours. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I put him three, so... Well, yeah, 12, 12 and a half hours. Yep. Oh, so, okay. well done, Giles. Well done and Ring Cycle is number three, and that's a, usually about 17 hours. Yeah. Yep. And Depending if you pause for laughs. True. Yeah. And um, then Harry Potter movies, 19 hours, 39 minutes. I put 19 hours for Oh, Harry lovely Potter. stuff. So I got oh. one point for that. But no, you don't get a bonus point for getting the hours. But yeah, that was the only one I got in the right position. And Tennis Match was the only one I got. So yeah. that's well one all. So David Matthews also sent us a little Easter egg with a few more questions as well. Should we oh, just no. do a quick fire round? Yeah. Lovely. I just think shout your answers mm. for this one, if that's right. all right. Quick fire. Fanny Price is the heroine of which 1814... Ge- thank you. Um, I you said Fanny Bryce for a second. I got a bit confused. I was like, funny girl, surely. <laughs> yeah, Fanny Bryce, Fanny Bryce. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so this has been trending today, but I think for a different reason. Pegging and one <laughs> for his knob are terms cribbage. used in which in, in which game? Cribbage. Thank you very much, Prince Jenny. Of pegging. <laughs> you know, we're this will mean this. nothing when this. I goes wish out. I hadn't looked at that. Okay, fought in October 1939. The Battle of Knock was an early conflict in which major war? Spanish Civil War. Mm, Thirty-nine. No. Thirty-nine. Oh. Second World War. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I, I thought that was good. I thought that was meant to be harder than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, All right. There we go. Who stated that he didn't use Twitter because too many twits might make a twat? It says this guy. Oh. Sorry, bit of a clue there. Um, Gordon oh. Ramsay. Is it someone who swears? Somebody sweary, or is it Richard Madeley? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like something close? you might say. Is it close? Is it TV presenter? No, it's David Cameron. But you know, oh. Richard Madeley and David Cameron kind of. You've I got, can you see where you're going. Same yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Same energy. Same wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> and who same wouldn't? Same wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> David Cameron wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, final question from lovely David Matthews. What is the name of the glass byproduct where a metal such as iron has been smelted from its ore? What? Say again, please, Amanda. Okay. What is the name of the glass-like byproduct where a metal such as iron has been smelted from its ore? No, a glass-like byproduct. Oh, I should know that. Yeah, I feel like this this is is something that you might say... To slag, yes. <laughs> I was going to say slag. <laughs> I love the fact that I just—you might say, "Oh, that's what I say all the time." <laughs> I never stop saying that. And I'm going to swap slag for you, glass byproduct. You. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what a wonderful quiz! Thank you again to David Matthews. Well, there we are, done for another episode. And thank you to David Matthews for his lovely listener quiz. And thank you to Owen Visser for having oh, suffered on our behalf. Opened his soul to us there, didn't <laughs> yes. he? And he shared his lowest moment. But also, it was a, it was like a tale of redemption, I mm. feel. I, I was, was probably most interested in what barbecue to get, to be honest. But... Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I am looking forward to to a good barbecue now. Do pop round and I'll uh, I'll stick a bit of halloumi on for you. So thank you very much to all of the people involved in this week's episode, but most of all to you, the listener. We love you, and we'll see you next time on Fingers on Buzzer. Fingers on Buzzer starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan, and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.